Hello and welcome to this week's Monday Chatter Check-In. I'm Paige. I'm Anna. As we previously mentioned, we were in Miami last week and we recorded one episode from our hotel room there, but we're so excited because we're back in New New York now together with the full setup. Yes, um, we're no longer recording apart for like a, a little bit at least and it was kind of hard. So yeah, and I'm just happy to be back in this city. Enjoy the nice weather here. Yes. I'm talking so slowly today. <laughs> <laughs> but while we were in Miami, we had the opportunity to visit the VAS, which is Miami Beach's Contemporary Art Museum. Their exhibitions focus on international contemporary art and they um, present mid-career and established artists. So it's like a really good meet- mix. Mm-hmm. And the Bass Museum of Art opened in 1964 through the donation of a private collection by John and Johanna Bass to the city of Miami Beach. The museum opened in what was formerly the Miami Beach Public Library and Art Center, a 1930s Art Deco building designed by Russell Pankos, grandson of Miami Beach pioneer John Collins. And the building is beautiful. Yeah, the building is so, so pretty and like there is an installation outside with like neon lights that like kind of just like mixes like the old and the new and it's very cool. But in 2017, the VAS concluded a comprehensive transformation and they worked with architects Arata Isosaki and David Gold and the renovation expanded the internal structure to create an almost 50% increase in um, programmable space, which is so impressive. And I think you can really tell like what parts of the building are original and then yeah. what parts are newer. So it's this really cool juxtaposition between the two styles. I agree. Um, and also they like before there wasn't a cafe or like um, what's it called? Like a little shop and right. like they added that and it's like so modern and so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they could yeah, do that. It makes it more of a complete museum exactly. experience. Yes. So The museum is on two floors, but on the first floor is an exhibition titled Open Storage, Selections from the Collection and Works on Loan, which is on long-term view at the museum and is comprised of over 70 works from the museum's collection and some of the works are on loan, as the title suggests. Yes. So facilitating dialogues across time, open storage comprises contemporary works of varying media, including photography and painting, which draw connections with paintings and three-dimensional works from the 16th and 19th centuries. And these works also span geographic areas between the North and South America and European and African continents. And all of the artwork that is on display is done in this dense salon-style grouping, which helps to explore themes that span across time periods into present day because they're putting traditional portraiture up against things like Alex Israel's self-portrait, which is so modern and almost unexpected in the space. One thing that I thought was really interesting was the QR code, and you actually did it before I did. Yeah. So the QR code. Okay, first, the guards at the museum, like, who took care of the galleries were so friendly like throughout the museum Mm -hmm. it was like one of the best museum experiences but I like kind of have stopped doing the QR codes just because like they are not like that exciting anymore I feel like like sometimes I'll do them to read like the exhibition label or whatever but here the exhibition label was like right there so I was like I don't need to know like anything else but then the guard was like do it I only go and do it if 
I see the work first and I'm like, oh, I really do want to know something more, more about, about this. the work. So then I'll go back and scan it. But my initial reaction is not, not to, to scan go. it. Yeah, but the guard was like, no, you should scan it. So we scanned it and it's so cool. I don't know if you can do it online, but um, it basically shows you a 3D um, like rendition of the space with all the works and you can pretend to be like as you walk through it it's like the qr code moves with it or not the qr code but like the thing that opens with the qr code like moves through and then you can click on each of the works um in like a 3d form and then um read the description for each of them so it's a very like interactive qr code situation and also the guard there is when you first enter the room there is a um work that it i don't really know how to describe it but it was like different cubes on the ceiling but they uh, I it's don't know. like a dance floor on the bottom and with then a there's mirror a, with a mirror and there's a matching part that's hanging from um, the ceiling mm-hmm. and the guard as we walked into the room it's the only work on display in the room and he was like oh you can go and, and walk on, on it, it. and yeah. we both questioned it yeah we were like are you sure and he was like no yeah like go step on it it's like cool and you can like pretend to be dancing and you get the whole explanation like the guard was so knowledgeable he like told us like so many details about some of the works um yeah but I also agree with what you said about the portraits it was very interesting to see like 16th century portraits um juxtaposed with um like newer ones and also a lot of them were like religious and Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool to just like see like the old and the new and like like you said it was like very dense just because there were so many works um and not only like on the walls but also in the middle of the room there were like sculptures and things like that that were just like so so cool and there was a lot of like texture to some of the work so it was just so visually interesting like you almost didn't know where to start or like where to look when you walked into the room yeah yeah it was great um and then the museum actually only has two floors right. and it's like a pretty small museum and the second floor has a an exhibition titled the willfulness of objects and it presents a selection of works from the vast collection also by artists who utilize found altered recycled or transformed everyday objects as their materials to explore facets of human nature history and the surrounding environment some of the artists in the show are Sarah Wynn Evans, Laura Favoretto, Mark Hanforth, Micah Roddenberg, Jamila Saber, Danvo. And that's it. That's it. Right? I mean, <laughs> I think there were others. Those but were like some of our favorites. Yeah. Um, I like thought it was so cool that Danvo was there. I like told Paige while we were walking around. He was like one of the artists from the um, Hugo Boss Prize for the Guggenheim. And um, I like only knew his work through that and it was like so like different and cool to see it in Miami but I think what I love about Miami museums is that since Miami has such a like heavy Latin culture like there's so many artists featured in these museums that are Latin like it was the same thing at the Paris Museum like yeah um they really do focus on like sourcing artists that are like pertinent to the place no it did the whole museum quite honestly did feel very Miami to me which I love something that is so like site specific in a way because when you're going on vacation and you're going to a museum obviously we we're so fortunate in New York to have so much art Mm -hmm. that I do want to go away and see something new new and different there were actually so many different things in um this exhibition that I thought were cool like there was a cube that was blue and then it had a fridge in the middle and then in the fridge there was a giant fish that's like decaying and so the guard told us that every day or every week like someone from the curatorial department goes and checks like 
or takes a picture of like how the decay is happening but there are other things in the fridge with the fish it's like um like flowers yeah, and it's like basically a collection of items that are in this fridge and the art project is to track the decay of mm-hmm. all the objects so they're keeping a journal and every week they're going and checking it out and it's going to stay there until everything fossil turns yeah. into a fossil and it was so so like interesting to see um and then also like right next to that there was another thing that was like a really old ac unit that was dripping but it was like perfectly lined up with one of those like electric stoves on the floor that had a pot in it so like whenever the ac unit like dri- like the water from it dripped it dripped into the pot and it like made a like sizzling sound it was so crazy because you could hear the noise from the air conditioner yeah at first i was like oh that's so annoying yeah but i didn't realize it was a part of the work and then it's just it was very cool yeah and then my last one that i also like loved was um, this artist who took like the things from the car wash, this like the my spinning things, one. yeah, and then like the spinning things, like there were like four or five of them, and they all went at a different speed, and like they rotated. So like when the one on like the far left had stopped, the other one was going, the one on the far right was going super super fast, and like the ones in between were going in like different like speeds. But it was like so colorful and like so so like interesting to see in a museum. They were all painted a different color Mm -hmm. and the way that they were flowing like up and down. Mm -hmm. I they look like the things from the car wash, but you don't assume that they would be to sort of find out that they actually were and that the artist then painted them and turned it into this art exhibition was very cool. Yeah. And I also like thought of it just like looked like dancers almost Mm -hmm. I don't know it's like a skirt that twirls yeah exactly and then also something that was cool was like a bunch of objects like hanging from in like a massive room just like hanging from like invisible like thread and they almost like look suspended in the air but they're like scattered so I thought like oh I can just like walk through these and like it's like a maze of objects and then I was about to like walk in and the guard was like oh no like sorry you have to like stay in the perimeter like you could not like go like walk through them but they were also it was like a gradient so like it started out like as pink I think and it turned into like purple and then like blue blue. um and and as you walk around the perimeter you notice that there are more objects than just like these shapes yeah there was like some taxidermy there were things inside of boxes like a a bird so it looks like so beautiful and pristine at first and Mm -hmm. then as you work your way around it's a little disturbing it's like trash surprising (laughs) yeah um but yeah the museum is like super super great I like highly recommend visiting I feel like not a lot of people know about it Mm -hmm. um and then also speaking of like site specific things when you um walk in the museum is in a park and there's like there's a um like a corridor that has like palm trees and it looks very cool but I think like one of the things that museum is like most well known for in like the social media like Mm -hmm. spheres was a um Hugo Rondine work that like just like stands out it's like his classic seven magic mountains like very bright colors and like people take a lot of pictures with it we didn't walk all the way there because the day we went to the museum it was like it said like felt like 97 degrees on the weather app and like that just like so we were suffocating a little bit (laughs) yeah so we just like saw it from afar but it was very cool and like it definitely like brightened the space yeah and if you look the museum up on instagram to find tags which we usually do honestly before we go and visit somewhere just to like see what people are talking about it is the sculpture that comes up, not the inside of the museum. But I think because of that, I was so pleasantly surprised by how much we both 
enjoyed our visit mm-hmm. to the actual museum not just to the park outside no i agree and um just like one last thing i feel like it's so cool that the museum has so many works th- like that they own and that they can like put together so many different exhibitions without having to really loan works right you know but i think that's it i but think before we go our restaurant we highlight have our restaurant highlight yes i think this week we wanted to highlight casa tua which is an italian place also in miami beach it was so so good and it's uh i don't neither of us had been before mm-hmm. it was like such a cool vibe and we sat outside which like sometimes is not a great idea in miami just because of like how warm it gets but it was nighttime and it was like so nice to just feel the breeze and there were some um string lights and the place also has like a hotel and like not a club necessarily but like a dance floor (laughs) um in the top part so it was definitely like very lively and like just cool yeah the restaurant was so cute it almost reminded me of the ivy in la and the way that it looks like a little house yeah the food i haven't been but it does look like a little house yes exactly (laughs) yeah and i think that's it definitely stay tuned for this week's thursday top five yeah and we're excited for next week's monday chatter check-in yeah so i said like we'd be talking about freeze but i unfortunately did not make it to freeze but Paige did so i'm just really happy that she got to go yeah and i'm excited to hear what she has to say thank you bye